The omega-3's buoyant waters have been disturbed with an attack on supplement labeling practices in a San Francisco court. Welcome to this Nutri-Ingredients USA podcast. I'm Shane Starling. In that court, an action has been lodged claiming $2,500 in damages for potentially thousands of consumers over mislabeled omega-3 supplements. The action claims the presence of PCBs, a group of chemicals known as polychlorinated biphenyls, even at subtrace levels, merit warning labels. Industry sees this as being unnecessary, as no safety problems have been demonstrated with any of the products. They say the action is the result of California's anachronistic Proposition 65 laws that set limits much lower than those that exist federally and in the other 49 US states. For this reason, the case has been derided as a prime example of commercial opportunism from a legal firm with a track record of mounting actions that exploit discrepancies between Proposition 65 and federal laws. At the recent Expo West trade show in the state where the trouble is brewing, California, I found an industry taking active steps to ease potential industry and consumer confusion, even as the plaintiffs threatened to target not only other Omega-3 players, but other industries. Robert Orr, the president and CEO of leading Omega-3 supplier Ocean Nutrition Canada, said his company had already registered rising consumer concern over the issue. Most consumer, the average consumer, first of all, doesn't know what a PCB is. And so they'll read the headlines. And so there is, you know, a significant risk here that the consumer's going to be worried based on the the calls. Because we're co-branded on a lot of products, we've fielded a lot of calls into our office, you know, after the suit, um, asking about the product, asking about its safety. And the consumer, the most common question that we get from those customers is, look, I really want to take my fish oil, but is it safe? And so the question has been put in their mind. Uh, and so strategically, we've got a number of things that we have to do. We've got to get out and communicate to that customer that things really are safe and just keep doing what you're doing and get your fish oil into your diet and into your family's diet. From a company point of view, we're really kind of focused on um, making sure the trade has all the right information. Um, from uh, from an industry point of view, we're counting on, as a member of GOAD, for GOAD to lead the charge on developing an effective long-term public relations strategy to make sure the consumer is getting the right message uh, for the right reasons and that they really understand a simple message. Look, fish oil is absolutely safe. The head of GOED, Adam Ismail, said it was vital to emphasize that the case was about labeling and not about safety. The challenge for the industry is to really understand what the true issue is here. Um, and and there's, there's a perception that this is an issue about exceeding existing limits under Proposition 65 for PCBs, and that's not the case at all. Uh, and and what, what, what the, the plaintiffs seem to be asserting is that if you have any detectable level of PCBs, then you need to be carrying a Proposition 65 warning label. Um, and, you know, PCBs are prevalent in drinking water, you know, dairy products, meat products, any agricultural products. Um, they're out there, and um, so you know the implication is that that eventually all of these products will have to carry Proposition 65 warning labels if they have detectable levels of PCBs, and it's not about safety. The law isn't necessarily silly um, because the law has a limit in there, and and frankly, the the Proposition 65 has helped the the, the omega-3 industry because it's served as um, the basis for the PCB standard in um, the GoEd voluntary monograph. Uh, and, and the industry's grown for many years uh, without a safety issue because of that. Rudy Merck, the CEO and president at krill-sourced omega-3 supplier Valenza, 
said the omega-3 industry was not the first to feel PCB heat and questioned the value of Proposition 65. I believe the uh, regulation as it is needs to be scrapped. I think it is uh, extremely unfair and uh, I think it's very expensive for the consumer. Uh, However, I do believe uh, there should be uh, uh, good standards in place as far as the things that we know are, uh, you know, problematic. And I think there ought to be a scientific review of, uh, you know, where, where do we set the standards? I asked Goed's Ismail how confident he was about defeating the action. That's a good question. I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, they... I, I think that you know the industry can build a good case that um, that there's no toxicity issues, um, that the current level in there for carcinogenic activity should be the level for all toxicity. Um, so I, I think you can build a good scientific case, and that's that's one of the things we're working on. Only time will tell whether this case has the potential to pollute the waters of a one billion dollar double digit growth industry serving a very real nutritional deficiency. Shane Starling for Nutri-Ingredients USA. For more news and insights, visit Nutri-Ingredients and NutraIngredientsUSA.com.